And I think that uh, when I'm looking um, on candidates, especially um, in in leadership roles and, and people that I would like uh, to to build the culture um, of our company, at the end of the day, um, I think that and the most critical thing is the passion and the eagerness uh, to succeed. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. This episode is powered by JVentures, a community-driven VC fund in Silicon Valley, in partnership with Lomitech, and sponsored by Homeward Ventures, Hippo Insurance, Opwest, Hillel at Stanford, Leap, and Birthright Excel. Welcome to another episode of 20 Minute Leaders. Meet Chen Admati, Platform General Manager and Vice President of Product at Explorium. Explorium provides an external data platform that automatically discovers relevant data signals to improve advanced analytics and accelerate business outcomes. Prior to joining Explorium, Chen was a staff member at Intel's AI internal unit and the founder of Intel Pharma Analytics Platform. Chen holds a BSc in Information Systems Engineering from Ben-Gurion University, and she was honorably listed in 40 Under 40 by Globes Magazine in 2018. Chen Admati, welcome to 20 Minute Leaders, Vice President of Product at Explorium. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Happy to be here today. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. So much I want to learn from you and I want to pick your brain and insights on. Uh, you are you know, one of the leaders of one of the you know, fastest growing and most amazing companies out of the Israel ecosystem uh, that, that is dealing with a lot, with a lot of data questions. And we're going to, we're going to dive deep in, into some case studies uh, soon. Uh, but other than that, your experience throughout your journey, having also been working at Intel and having been in the AI space and the engineering space for quite some time in man- managerial roles, I think, you know, there's a, there's a lot to learn from that. From, uh, from an engineering perspective and from, you know, the, the people that you manage and, and what you've observed works and what doesn't work for people to to continuously improve and succeed in their positions. And so, Chen, before we get to that, let's start with Explorium and tell me a little bit about yourself and and what is it about Explorium that drew your attention? Because, you know, in your position, you could really be doing anything you want. <laughs> Thank you. So um, I actually started 15 years ago, and my entire career is in the data and AI space. I think that uh, it's a fascinating domain. I love it very much. Um, I did um, different uh, product management roles uh, in leadership role, as you mentioned. Um, through the years, uh, I managed teams and built product at the end of the day and solutions. All of them, what they have in common, they are in the data space and in the last uh, 10 years or so, um, specifically um, focusing on product that uh, AI, machine learning is a big, big component of it. Uh, first of all, understanding how to develop algorithms that actually uh, addressing business problems uh, that can translate into to ROI of millions and hundreds of millions of dollars uh, each year. And in the last mm-hmm. year, um, with a great passion uh, to the domain uh, and uh, understanding the value proposition uh, that Explorium um, is offering to the world with, like you said, an opportunity to disrupt uh, the industry and to bring uh, this innovative uh, platform to the market. I was, uh, I was charmed and uh, fascinated to come and lead uh, the product uh, for this amazing company. So here I am. 
Now, what does it actually mean to be running product with your experience in AI in an AI-driven company? How, how much of the role is is in the you know algorithmic side of things versus in the business logic side of things? So it very depends. Uh, when I worked for Intel, um, the key challenge was first of all um, to solve um, from algorithmic perspective, being able to find the best uh, machine learning algorithm that can demonstrate uh, the um, the ROI for the problem that we are trying to solve. So um, needing to have an algorithm that is better than the current baseline and being able to demonstrate that by evaluating and demonstrating the value in production. Um, once you have that, then you can build and you need to build an AI platform that can make sure uh, that that algorithm will remain accurate over time um, uh, being retrained um, um, as, as needed and all of the surrounding processes in order to, um, to actually um, realize the value from the, mo- the model or the machine learning models that you have in place. So that was very relevant to, to the period that I was at Intel. But I think today in Explorium, um, what we are uh, at the end of day delivering to our customers is an external data platform. Our offering enables our customers to enrich their internal data together with external data. This is what we bring, um, a very um, diverse, very rich um, set of uh, data catalog that either we are producing Mm -hmm. ourselves or we are acquiring that data. And the actual platform itself, A, do the matching, which is a very complex problem, being able to understand that company A, uh, that that appears in uh, the customer database is actually uh, the same company that we have in multiple different data sets um, that we are acquiring. So it's a very complex problem. So first of all, we are enabling the matching, but not only that, we are enabling to understand what are the really data um, sets, features, signals that are actually relevant uh, to the problem that our customers are trying to solve. So. Let's use an example. Let's say that we have a fintech company uh, that would like um, to score um, their um, their applicants for a certain um, loan uh, or insurance company mm-hmm. that would like to determine what is the premium that um, a certain candidate company would uh, actually uh, going to pay based on the risk level um, of that company. So in order to determine that, they need to do some kind of a uh, due diligence um, on the company, on the user, they need to understand that this is an actual user, uh, this is a legitimate um, request, and all information that can help them to understand whether that applicant will default their loan um, uh, when come times. So they want to minimize the risk for their business. So they, uh, they're coming to, uh, to Explorium. And uh, based on the very minimal information that they have on uh, the applicant that submitted a certain form, they're getting a very rich set of uh, information, some uh, demographics, and it could be uh, if it's a company, what is uh, their financials and what is their um, uh, latest uh, web activities. And if it's a physical store, um, what kind of um, audience um, um, is included um, near those stores um, or what is the food traffic around that store. So 
we have a very rich um, set of data that can help actually help those customers to get a better understanding um, on whether at the end of the day they need to approve or, or, uh, or deny uh, those requests. And we are enabling to access that data in a very easy way. And also not just connecting to all of our data, but to actually to select what are the most relevant and important uh, uh, elements of that data that actually uh, impacts their bottom line. Right. Now, as, as VP product, how do you balance customization or personalization for, for, the, for, such, you know, case, for, for such specific cases versus an overall challenge of developing a generalized technology that could be suited uh, specifically you know, with, without too much hassle? So we are, uh, we are building an horizontal platform. So it's always, um, there is always a tension between um, understanding um, um, a use case by, the, by a customer and uh, especially when the company is young, the startup um, um, has some limited number of customers um, going and build something for that particular um, use, uh, use case or customer. Mm-hmm. Um, the challenge, and I think that great uh, product organization is uh, try to understand, okay, this is the specific use case. What are the capabilities and how we can generalize them so it will be relevant to multiple use cases? And it's hard at the beginning uh, when you have one use, one customer or um, very few use cases. Uh, um, so obviously you are building something that is more closely to what you see. But as time goes by, uh, the ability to generalize and to build components that can be re, um, reused in multiple segments, in multiple use cases, this is what some what turn us uh, at the end of day to be an horizontal platform that can suit uh, and and fulfill many use cases in in different industries um, and uh, with different customers. With that said, obviously um, there could be cases where you will package your horizontal platform and decide that you want to focus in a certain vertical, and these are the the components or the building blocks that are relevant uh, to that vertical. And you will package it because you want to address per- additional personas or uh, user perhaps that are less uh, tech savvy. But um, all of those solutions at the end of the day are relying on the same horizontal uh, platform with the same capabilities. And I think that this is, uh, when I'm managing a product organization, this is my expectations from my product managers, is to hear what is the business use case and knows to translate that into a reusable technology that can serve and we can later on market it with um, other industries and other verticals as well. Very, very cool. Very, very cool. And I want to transition to... Your experience now as a manager and, you know, as you're building these complicated platforms, you're working with, with, with a lot of different personas, a lot of different engineers. You've observed what works and what doesn't work and what helps people move forward. Tell me a little bit about your, you know, you both your own managerial style, but also what you've observed about the growth of others and what helps them grow or, or hinders their growth. So like any other companies, we are, you know, uh, in, in the tech industry, for sure, with, uh, with the promise, we 
We are hiring very, very intensively. And I think that uh, when I'm looking um, on candidates, especially um, in in leadership roles and, and people that I would like uh, to to build the culture um, of our company, at the end of the day, um, I think that and the most critical thing is the passion and the eagerness uh, to succeed. Uh, it was funny. Um, Last uh, Saturday, um, I, I was listening to the interview of Avishag Sangberg that just won uh, the Olympic medal. And she was, uh, she's young and she was talking immediately after um, she won the medal. And, and it was so authentic. And she said something that resonates very, very well with me. She said um, she was asked um, 20 seconds before uh, the end of the fight. Um, she was losing and someone was asking her, how did you turn uh, um, the, the score upside down? And, and she said, I just wanted it more. And, and I think that uh, that says um, all of it. I think that uh, if you are, you have the passion, you are, you want to succeed, you never give up, um, you learn all the time and you're curious, in my mind, obviously, you need talent. Um, um, you need to have a certain skills, uh, but that's it's not enough. Uh, I saw many, many talented people that were, you know, uh, they did the work, and and you know, and 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 their uh, curve of uh, promotion or you know the the things that they owned at the end of the day. Um, we're not uh, that great, but I saw people that perhaps started in much lower uh, from uh, a lower place from uh, skills or talent perspective, but they were so eager to win, to, you know, never give up again. And there was learning all the time. And from my perspective, you know, that uh, makes all of the difference. So. When I'm hiring and when I'm building teams, I think that this is the number one uh, trait that I'm looking for. And, and obviously, um, creating a diverse and, uh, and, and you, know, you need the balance. Uh, not all the people can be uh, those kinds of players. But I think that at least for the people that you're putting in leadership roles, it's making all the difference. Now, when you're looking specifically at engineers, and obviously in engineering is not the same as a Taekwondo in terms of, in terms of energy levels and in terms of, you know, outward excitement. How do you then navigate that passion either as a hiring manager or, or simply as somebody who's examining the people that are, that you're working with and deciding who, 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 who's the right fit to, to, to continue up the, up the ladder? How, how do you navigate through, you know, the lack of outward expression of excitement that you may see in, in other industries? I think that you see that very clearly. You see that how much they are interested to understand the business aspect or the actual product and not, you know, just focusing on uh, their, you know, specific tasks how creative they are perhaps to, you know, to, to uh, initiate new ideas, um, how um, they're addressing things that uh, they don't know or new challenges. I think it's very, um, very clear. You, you can see it very fast. 
And you want to be, um, these are the exact people that you want to promote uh, at, at the end of the day, because this is the spirit uh, that uh, they will pass along. Uh, and I think that um, in general, I, I strongly believe that engineers, um, once they understand uh, the business or where the company would like to go and connect very strong to the product, uh, it makes their uh, ability to deliver um, their features in a much higher quality. And so I, I think that it's very obvious um, and you see that very fast. Um, who are the ones that just give me my task, I want to code it, uh, that's it, versus people that look um, very broadly, they ask questions, um, and of course, they deliver the highest quality, uh, drive right. things forward, obviously. Um, so, and this is uh, what uh, differentiate, uh, I believe, the ones that are, um, you know, succeeding at the end of the day. So to close to close the loop on on this passion and and excitement, where, where do you lie on the spectrum? Are you more excited about the the engineering side of things, the problem solving side of things? Are you more interested about the business logic and and how technology is disrupting that? The the intersection of the two. Where, where do you lie? Uh, um, as a person, I never like to choose. I I my I will always say is I like I like both and. And, and I think that this is also um, um, very um, existing in my career. Um, in, at, at the end of the day, my passion and the things that I love is product management. I love to uh, understand how I can translate business problem into um, a working product. With that said, um, what I did, I think, in, in the last eight to nine years, I led um, um, heterogeneous uh, teams composed from a product engineering uh, data science team uh, because I love to, um, to have an end-to-end -end, uh, ownership, the ability not just to define on what we work, but to actually build um, an execution machine that knows to deliver um, um, those requirements or those features. So. Um, at the end of the day, my passion uh, to your question is, is product management and, and, and business, but at the, uh, at the same time, leading an organization that can actually make that a reality is uh, the sweet spot uh, from, for my career, at least. Very, very cool. Now, Hannah, I want you to take me back a little bit and share with me what, you know, even before, you know, we got into engineering and AI, what really fascinated you as a kid? What, what really sparked your curiosity? Um, I think that um, it's hard for me to say. I think I, I, I didn't think that I will end up being an engineer. I, I, I was always very strong, um, you know, um, as a student. Uh, I, I learned uh, computer science while I was school. So I really like, at the end of the day, being able to solve problems and to get an instant feedback on what you do. So I'm, I'm very, uh, I have a very analytical uh, type of uh, thinking. I like challenges. Uh, and so I think that this is what uh, characterized me. 
As a kid, I was actually uh, sure that I will be a doctor uh, and I have that dream uh, for several years. Uh, and then um, going outside of uh, the army, I decided that I actually like um, the analytic um, challenges and this is what I wanted to do. Um, so this is why I decided to go and, and, and be an information system engineer and, you know, life, uh, I was lucky in some, uh, it's always helped and, uh, I was, um, uh, navigated into AI and, uh, and, and data. And so I'm very fortunate, uh, but I don't think that, you know, it was something that I, since I was 12, I, I had, this is what I had right. as envision. It's not the case. No. What, what inspires you today in your day to day? I think that uh, wor uh, today uh, working for Explorium, uh, what inspires me is the size of the opportunity. I think that being part of something that potentially can be big, the fact that we have so many opportunities. Um, um, as I said, uh, I like to do a lot of things. And the fact that I have today a playground where we have so much to do and so many opportunities. And uh, I'm sure that um, in the next few years, we will create um, a lot of different product lines under uh, the Explorium uh, external data platform umbrella. And, and I think that this um, is fascinating as well as building a company uh, that can generate uh, that size of an impact and, and be uh, part of um, a leadership team uh, that build a company with uh, a culture that I believe uh, that I would like to be part of that company, um, a very significant company that is based here in Israel. So all of those things together uh, excites me very much. And it was a key part of my decision joining Explorium. And, and I can tell you that one year after, it's, it's even exciting. It's more exciting. Um, so. Very, very cool. I love it. And what are three words that you would use to describe yourself? Wow, that's a, a challenging question. Um, I think that... Um, I'm a very passionate person. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that uh, I have a very, I'm very, I have self, uh, self-motivated person. Uh, and very emotionally attached uh, to any, everything that I do inside and outside of my work. Um, I'm a very emotionally attached person. Um, so. These are probably the three words I would uh, select. Wonderful. Chen, thank you very, very much. This was uh, really, really great. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it and it was fascinating to hear about your own perspective, your journey with Explorium, your, your understanding of the importance for engineers to be in touch with the business aspect and, uh, and, to, and to attract motivation and inspiration from that. But at the end of that, it's all about wanting to be the best and wanting to succeed regardless of the field. Uh, thank you for everything and stay safe and stay healthy. You too. Thank you so much. And uh, 
it was a pleasure uh, be here and thank you for the invite. Thank you. Thank you.